What's up, guys? So welcome to another episode of Hair, Cut, Hair Choppers Podcast Radio. Hair Choppers Podcast. Hosted by yours truly, Brian the Barber Official, Elfield the Barber, and Keener the Barber. So what's Keener up? Barber. So today we got a very special segment for you guys. So today is very special for you business owners. Uh, it's all business talk. So we're going to, um, we got two special guests here, and both of them are business owners as well. So we're going to have a lot of input. So you guys who are upcoming to... Uh, to want to own a business, uh, want to get into the barber industry and uh, see the input between booth rent, percentage, or salary. So um, this is great for y'all. Um, you guys got any input? Phil here is, a, is also a barbershop owner as well. So this is also a great guy to bring up on this topic as well. Thank you. I will. I'm going to bring up a lot of I things. I used to own a barbershop, but hey, fortunately, I had to sold it, sell it, and... I'd rather work as a barber, less responsible. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just like Allstate, I'm in good hands. You see all the big boys in the building? You see how chefs here? Brian, myself, Kino, Mach. Gabby. Listen, they, they showed up today and I was still clean. So it's like, we're going to get into all of that today. More what sharing. All right, so what's the first the segment? You want macho right here, macho? Yeah, let's get macho. All right, I, so we got a Gando Ramos from my seat. MVP Performance Barbershop. MVP. He is the owner macho and like founder of that, that shop. So we're going to want him in here. Yeah, was getting... El Boss. Okay, All right, uh... So they call him Macho, but um, his his uh nombre de pila, right. his real name. So they call him Macho, but um, his, his, um, his nombre de pila, his name. We are live right now, so I'm sorry. So, Egalo, just from your point of view as a as a business owner, what are the basics to get into the business? Like, as far as location, looking for location, uh. How many chairs? Uh, whether you like booth rent, percentage, or salary? What's what's your point of view on that on that side to get started on a business? Well, to get started as a business, you gotta grind. You gotta grind hard. You know, nothing comes easy. You gotta work hard. Um, you gotta have clientele because you can't just start up a business without having no clientele. As perfect, um, percentage wise, any owner would like percentage you know what i mean instead of booth rent but you know it sometimes it's not fair to the the people that work with you yeah so you know they you know they 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 got to eat too so yeah, exactly. you know and we all try to work as what a, are, as what a are the pros and cons on uh, on on percentage well percentage it, it it works out if you don't have a lot of clientele okay um, you know, because you don't have to worry about, damn, I got to come up with 150 mm-hmm. or 200, whatever the case may be, they be charging. Um, with the, with the percentage, you, you know, whatever you work, you know, you split that with the owner and you know, you, you could go home happy, happy. Like, you know, I made a couple of dollars and I don't owe him 150 mm-hmm. or I might exactly. not have, at the end of the week, I might not have it. So you ain't got to worry about those things, you know what I mean? All right, guys, towards that, he's, what he's stating towards that point is that some days are slow in the barbershop, yeah. you know? Um, some days you might cut five, six heads, and, and that's that's the rest of your day. 
Uh, as far as as Buffon, do you prefer Buffon or do you prefer uh, percentage in, in your in your establishment? Well, like like I said, I mean, as an owner, percentage is is more favorite to me. But you know, um, thank God all the the people I have, you know, they're able to pay their rent. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, but as an owner, I'll, I'll rather prefer percentage. Percentage, okay. Yeah. All right. Um, for some of you, uh, most of you know me out there. Everybody in every angle. That's when I, I used to work in in um, New York. So I worked in Manhattan. Most of Manhattan barbershops pay salary. So I know most of you don't or never heard of salary pay. So salary pay in New York is what you're gonna get paid a day. Mm -hmm. Um. Some people might jerk you and say 120 a day. That's not enough for a barber. That means you're you're probably gonna be working five to six days a week, and you're probably gonna be making five to six hundred dollars, including your tips. But you can actually make more uh, doing percentage or working um, on on rent. Because uh, as as a barber, it benefits you more because you know we all got families, uh, we got mouths to feed, we got bills to pay. So it kind of benefits benefits you all guys. So um, apart from that, um, Macho, um, what in your establishment, what is most important for you to keep your clientele uh, coming to your shop in order for for you guys to keep working uh, twenty uh, on a seven day week basis? Well, we work five. Five oh, yeah, I forget. I'm in Connecticut. <laughs> we, we, we work five, and depending on the holidays, six. We work from anywhere from nine to, to 7.30, you know. Um, we we try to pe treat people good, you know what I mean? Try to treat our clients good. Um, make sure that when they come in the barbershop, they feel welcome. They feel like, you know, like family. Like family you know exactly. what I mean? <clears throat> And, you know, Kino works with me, you know, from day that's, one. That's that's one thing that um, I got to give it to him, not just because he's here, but um, being on a shop so well organized, clean. I mean, you could go into um, Google and search for MVP Barbershop and you will see the comments that people um, have um, put in there. And another thing is that I, I've been a barber for 13 years and all my clients are with me and, and I want a safe environment and um, I want um, a nice place. And <clears throat> that's one thing I got to give it to him that all my clients are very happy with, with the place, the people, we all get along with each other. We all work together. And, you know, to have people like him, even though I've been in the game for 13 years, I'm, I'm still learning and to, to have somebody to teach me how to um, modify a, a blade or how to use this and that, you know, it's, it's real nice. It's it's not, every, everything is about helping each other out. Yeah, I really you know, team, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, make sure that the people that work with you, um, like they, they get along, you That's know what I mean? Are. And they have that bond. Because sometimes you go with, you, like, I could have five or six barbers in my barbershop, but it, sometimes they don't, they, you know, the, the people don't gel, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and and that could hurt the barbershop because the people who started with you might not be happy with that one person you brought in that will spoil the whole thing, you know what exactly, I'm saying? Yeah. You got to have people that want to work hard, that want to do the same thing that you do, 
not just cut heads, get that money, yeah. and be in and out of the Basically, barbershop. Basically, like, help you create your vision. Yeah, you, have, you know what I'm saying? You got to have people that want to do these things. You know what I'm saying? They want to be at the shop. It's going to make your brand bigger. You know exactly. what I mean? Because, yeah. like I said, there could be always that one bad potato coming and spoils everything. And then I would lose two or three other barbers just because of that exactly. one barber. So I'd rather have two good dudes with me than have five or six people that I don't even like or that I don't even get along with. I mean, don't get me wrong. I give the opportunity to anybody that come in my doors, you know what I'm saying? But I'd rather keep it simple, basic, couple of, you know, a couple of people that, I, that you know, that's, that could bond. Mm-hmm. And make money. So and make money. money, you know what I mean? And everybody make money. Exactly. All right, Phil, you got some questions for him on your part? Um, I did, and I forgot what it was. You lost the string? Thanks. It's just not about... Man, I forgot. Wait, when it comes back, I'll, I'll ask you something, man. He's buffering um, right now. Yeah, I am definitely buffering. I'm on that. How long have you been a, a owner for, Lancho? Uh, I've been an owner about five, going on six years. What was your barbershop before you became an owner? I wasn't, I wasn't an owner before. I was sort of managing a barbershop. You know, it was called S Masters before. Shout out to S Masters. They gave me the opportunity. And when I first came from Puerto Rico, they opened their arms to me and and I was able to perfect my craft there. You know what I mean? And I learned a lot from, I learned a lot from all, everybody, you know? Cause you always could learn something from somebody. You know what I mean? Phil was there at one point, you know? Gabby was there at one point, you know? June, Lou, my boy Toothless, yeah, you know? Toothless, that's so interesting. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's, that's my dude right there. All right, so um, apart from that, um. What do you recommend for guys right now who are looking to get into the business and, and have a have a shop? You recommend to start off more small. Cause I, I see certain guys that really go big and they, they do do a 10, 15 chair barbershop going yeah. into the extreme. And then down the line, you see them down, down the line later and every, it, it just fails. It do. You know, so do you recommend for them to, to start off big or start off small and then just just built a brand from, from, from that. Listen, it, it really depends on your vision, your work ethic, and, but me personally, I say start off small. Start off small because it's hard to find good barbers. It's hard to find good barbers that want to work. You know what I mean? And it's a lot of money. It's a lot of money that you have to invest on a daily basis. You know what I mean? Because every day you're spending money. As soon as you get out of your house, you're spending money. You know what I mean? You you know, you're buying detergents, you're buying, uh, you know, stuff to clean, um, to maintain the barbershop, light, gas. And a lot of people don't see that, but that's, it's just, it's a fact. And the stress of people, you know, what happened to Jay Majors last week. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. To your shop and all that yeah. stuff, you know, it's... Yeah, Insur that. Insurance is a very important thing for businesses because, uh, yeah. like, like last podcast, we was talking about Jade Mayors uh, had a live, um, and it was like 3, 4 in the morning. Um, they had broke into his shop. So good for him that he had insurance and he was able to repair his uh, his windows really quick. But that's, that's the responsibilities of being a business owner, too. You have to look out for that. People, you know, you're going to have... Yeah. 
people that are gonna do stupid things and uh, they're gonna break into your business, break a glass. You have an ATM in there, you know, stuff that you gotta worry about. So, so I recommend that if you have a cashier, don't put it close to the door. Yeah. You know, you should never put it close to the door. Put it more towards the back of the, of the business so you can keep it safe and always also, keep it out. Also, you got to know your locations, too. Yeah. You know, you you as an owner, you got to know where you, where you what you're putting yourself into, where you're getting yourself into. You know what I'm saying? Thank God to this day, you know, nothing have happened to my shop. I got good people around. You know, I got people that when I'm not there, they're looking out yeah, for my barber, for my barber shop. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're looking out for it. You know what I mean? Hardcore. But... You know that that has a lot to do with you can't just you know say oh i'm gonna put up a barbershop here and you don't know the area you know you got to look into these things too that's it's, it, you know there's a lot that goes into that there's a lot goes into um location of you know traffic you know what i'm saying exactly, yeah. you know to build your to build your barbershop yeah you want a lot of foot traffic and, yeah you know, all kind of traffic exactly. it don't matter but you gotta go in there with your mindset that you know what you're getting into. You know the area, because you know if you don't know the area, you know people don't know you. And some people don't even care about what you're trying to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, even though true, you're yeah. trying to do some, bring something good to the neighborhood. Some people just don't care. But yeah, exactly. you gotta, you know, and build relationships around too, and maintain that positivity always. Yeah, you gotta That's maintain that and be good with people around around your neighborhood because. When you're not there, those are the people that's going to take care of your barbershop. So, Kino, you've been working with Marshall for quite some time. How, how is it working with him? Oh, Dude. man, it's been the best. The best. I mean, like I said before, this guy um, <clears throat> has helped me a lot and, you know, let me work at his shop. And it's, it's been like a family, you know. And, you know, we treat each other the right way. And, you know, I still... I still I'm glad that he's letting me do my my online business in the shop, and you know a lot of people don't. Sometimes they don't allow that. Yeah, yeah, they they always want something, but I I it's true. There there everybody wants to win something or wants to earn something out of anything. But what I did was I put them with me. Let's do business all together, not just me making money and and and, and getting. <laughs> all the clients or whatever. No, I'm in, I'm in his shop. I'm going to promote his shop. I'm going to promote him. I'm going to, you know, help each other out. Like I said, I mean, it's been the best. Yeah, and, like and, short, yeah always, no, always. Not, yeah. And, you know, I just want to say thank you, you know, because he's been there since so day one. That's what we're here for. We're Even for before I was working with him, I it's been the best, man. And, you know. We still had a relationship yeah. before he, you know, okay. he came to my shop. You know, we was so as far as far as y'all working together uh, for the near future, let's say the next five five years or so, uh, we would like to see them grow and help them grow to have their own establishment. Of course, yeah. that's 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 the goal. That's everybody's goal. No matter what they tell you, you know, some people tell you oh, the business ain't for me or whatever. But that's the bigger picture. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, I yeah, sorry. Go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> this is what I was going to ask you. How do you feel about these young barbers, right, that just finished school and already, like, right away, just want to open up a shop without, like, knowing anything, like, at all? Just instead of, like, being, like, you see, like, you, you, you own a shop, right? So if somebody gets a license, come work for you for, like, even six months just to learn the ways, and you teach them. How do you feel about barbers that don't do that? Like, you know. 
Well, it's always good to start, but yeah, it's always good to start somewhere. Like, well, as soon as you get your license, you, I mean, the smartest thing to do is surround yourself with, with good barbers. Because when you go to school, yeah, it's good because they teach you all the, you know, chemicals and all the sanitary stuff, but they're not really teaching you how to cut hair. They're not teaching you that you're going to have 10 picky customers. You know what I'm saying? They're not going to teach you that. And barbers like, you know, Phil, Kino, you know, Gal, you know, all of us, you know, together, we've been through all that on our way up. You know what I'm saying? So why not learn from a dude that been in the game for a while? Of course, like I said, the goal is to have your own, you know what I mean? To create your own label, your own, your own brand. Exactly. But, you know, you got to be a student of the game too. You got to learn from the good ones, the people, the real good barbers. Not meaning the best barber, you know, they give you the best haircuts, but you know, overall, a, you know, a barber so that, that, that clean, that do everything. He, wipe his station now. Yeah, wipe his station now, keeps, you know, um, greets the, the people who come in, um, you know, everything. Social. Or, or business yeah. all around, you know, business savvy all around, you know, cause if you just coming out of school and jump into a barbershop, Good luck with that. Yeah, exactly. Good luck with that. That's something that barber school should just start doing. It should start really uh, training folks in order to owning look what they're looking. Yeah, owning, but not only just just owning businesses because you have to start as a barber. You got to start from the bottom up because you got to know the business from that chair and and out and you know to to know the whole business and everything that comes through that door and everything you have to um, just look forward to. Um, they should start doing that. Uh, a couple of business classes there. Um, I remember I went to Puerto Rico and I went to Instituto de Banco y Comercio. I and I took a one-year course. Oh, and you know what? That's one of the best schools I think that teaches um, facts, um, barbering because they don't they only they don't only teach you barbering, but they teach you barbering and cosmetology. And I learned how to do women's hair. I, I learned how to do manicures and pedicures. Before I learned all that and even cutting hair, because they give you classes on how to cut hair. Um, before they do that, they teach you the history of barbering. I had a business class that they taught me the business of what it is to be in this industry. So I, I hear when I came here to the States, um, I went to this school, American Barber Institute in New York, which is on 30, it's on 36 and 5th now. And um let me tell you, I just saw barbers there just cutting hair and I would see what they were doing. And it was just, it was just sad to see because the teacher was off doing something else. The director of the program, which I was talking to because I was talking to him to transfer over my license here to the States. And uh, he was off doing something else too. So I'm just like, what's going on here? What are, what are they teaching these, these guys? You know, it was sad to see because they're just picking random people off the streets and just they thinking they're barbers already, you know. And then after they, they do that, they accomplish their apprenticeship hours or whatever, and they get their master barber's license. Then they get thrown out to the streets and then they, they think, that, oh, I'm the greatest barber and then I'm going to the shop. Meanwhile, you're getting fired from each shop because of what you're doing because you don't know what you're doing yet. You don't know what you're getting into. Exactly. Another thing I wanted to say, like, when you, you know, when you're a young barber, the one of the first things you should do is learn your clippers. You have to learn your clippers. You got to learn how to adjust them. Because a lot of barbers, they wasting money on different clippers because they putting it out there. Yo, here, you need this. You need that. You need this. This is good. This is that. And you're wasting money for no no apparent reason. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Learn your clippers. Learn, you know, the tools that you use. 
Cause that's very important, you man. Never go wrong with Walls or Andy's. Yeah, man. I got yeah, clippers. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I, got, I got some clippers, and I think I've been using the same clippers for the past five years already. And I don't have to be going crazy, going mm-hmm. buying all. Like right now, the Wall Vintage 1919. Kino got it. Yesterday. <laughs> yes, oh my god. Like, I, mean, but I don't go too like crazy that. no more over clippers, cause I'm like. That would be Should I really though. waste the money? Like, I come from the days where Clippers used to cost $50, 60 dude. And, and you know, I could go. But, you know, but now we pay $200. You know, you know, $250. But that's, 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 that's the thing. You got to learn. Yeah. You got to learn. Yeah. You gotta learn. Yeah. You gotta learn. Yeah. You got to know what Clippers do. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But you know what? I'm about to like they don't have them uh, zero cap, and they're like, yeah. "Yo, why my fake not coming out like yours?" <laughs> that's a big question. That's a big question. Why? Why? Why not? Because you you think that you could just do what I do, without having the same clip I got, you know, you know, zero gap. You know, that's why your your hair could not coming out as sharp. Exactly. Oh, that's yeah. why it's taking you. What's a zero gap? Taking longer. You know when the blades are. Even. Even parallel to each other. Yeah. You know, not too much to hurt the skin, but, you know, right there enough that you don't have to go over the line down three or four times. Go to hell. Yeah. I just wanted him to explain. He just do it all right. It saves time. It saves time. It saves time. But that's what I'm trying to see. That's what I'm trying to tell you that a lot of barbers that come into the game, like Zero got. What's that? Now that person, something that's so simple, you you gotta go take it to somebody to zero gap before you, and they might charge you ten, fifteen dollars, and you just started. You mm-hmm. don't you don't really have money in your pocket exactly. to be spending like that. You know what I'm saying? But that's the game. Exactly. And yeah. and there's some people that take advantage of that. Yeah, See, that's but, true. but the people I know, they tell me, yo, zero gap me, come on, I got you. I ain't trying to take advantage because I know that you're going to need that. You know what I'm saying? I know that you're definitely going to need that. There's no way in life your haircut's going to come out as sharp and in, in using less time True. to do it without zero gap in your, your, your clippers. You know what I'm saying? That's just a fact. Guys basically just learned the whole craft to its full Every, potential. Everything. Uh, shield works, you scissor works, questions. shaves, everything. Yeah. Like we said in the last podcast, this is uh this is a constant learning industry. We learn every day. We got veterans here right now and we still learning. We learn every day something new. Yeah, I look at Instagram and I look at a barber and, and I'm like, wow, that, that's that's creative. And I'm gonna have to learn that because down the line, clients are gonna come are gonna walk in and they're gonna ask for that they're gonna see it they're gonna fall in love with it and they're gonna want that and you're gonna have to that's, that's things you're gonna have to deal with when a client walks through that door and he's like yo can you give me this you know and most barbers i've seen barbers say no because they can't do it but Especially you gotta be cut. yeah oh she, my god there's uh the texturizing that the hair i'll be, I'll, I'll be mm-hmm. on youtube um looking up on 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 barbers from the uk because they actually wow I have a lot of talents on, on yeah, using shears. Yeah. And uh, I learned a lot of stuff from, from them too. But don't know. sleep on my my Puerto Rican barbers also. Oh yeah. They're the, <laughs> they the nastiest with the with the clipper game and scissors. Especially that with Torino. That you know what? With Victorino. Victorino. I don't know if you guys ever watched the world um the world barber battles, like countries against country, Korea, Paris, Italy, uh Russia. Team Puerto Rico in the past years has always won. 
we got some of the best stylists, barbers in Puerto Rico. If you see what these guys do, please just search it up on YouTube and you're going to be amazed with what our little island, a small island, that's small what a, a small island, island. Taking out, <laughs> <laughs> putting out a lot of good work. They put in a oh, lot yeah, of good yeah, work. They put be you know, UK too. Shout out to the UK and all that too. They really good with the scissor work. Yeah. But remember, Puerto Rico is a small island, and they kicking out a lot of good barbers. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Macho, thank you so much for being here, man. Yeah. Uh, guys, if you're tuning in, uh, stop in by. Is 1978? 1978. Park Street. Park Street. MVP Performance Barbershop. Check out Macho there and also Kino, Kino. the Barber and he has another and barber. Jim Jordan. There you go, baby. Check him out. Very good out. barber too. Yeah. And he's good with the um with, with, with the Instagram? with the designs. Macho nine eight one four. Spell that out. Macho nine eight one four. M A C H O nine eight one four. There you go, baby. Nineteen seventy eight Park Street. Thank you, baby. And follow Jim Jordan too. Jim Jordan. That's up. You see it. <laughs> All right, guys. So we got one more special guest for you, and uh, I'm glad that he's here with us. And uh, he's from Sprague, Connecticut. Um, yeah, I recently just seen an interview with him on on the Human Fur Network, and uh, he is Chef the Barber from Sharper Sharp Image Barbershop. Chef, come right over here, brother. What's up, man? What's up, man? No, no, go ahead. Here, I'll jump right here. Here we go. Here we go. I'm here. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling this live thing right now. <laughs> right. So, uh, Chef is from Short Image Barbershop, Connecticut. Uh, he's in Sprague over there. Um, if y'all guys want to go to Foxwood or Mohegan, he's right near there. Um, so y'all could go away. Yeah, y'all could go gamble and then go get a cut with him. Um, so <laughs> we're doing business. Go get the cut. You made an appointment with him. You take yeah. the food out of his plate, you know, so get the cup first. All right. So um, similar questions to what I just asked uh, Macho from MVP Performance Barbershop. Um, mm -hmm. What are what are some pros and cons of uh, being having those responsibilities of, and being a barbershop owner? Okay, so. That's a lot of responsibility, and you, you're going <clears> to <throat> pretty much hear me reiterate everything he said, because Macho is completely right about everything he said, um, to the T. Um, people don't, people look at it as, like, one thing I get is, oh, you're making money, this and that, blah, blah, blah. People don't see the, the overhead I'm paying. People don't see, like, the money I'm paying for, um, if anything breaks, insurance, um, the bills. Um, like we live in New England, snow plow removal. You know, actually, luckily my landlord hooked me up with that. But I'm just saying, for most shop owners, all that—that's not even like scratching the surface. But um, <clears throat> finding good people. Like I work seven days a week still. Today, I, when I get out of here, I gotta go cut hair because I'm, yeah, I'm only work six days a week. Well, pretty I, much. Well, I've been almost seven now, and and the reason why is because I got one barber. My boy Fist the Barber says salute to you. I love you, boy. Um, you gotta pick your crew, right? So as long as I don't got a full crew, I'm we are on full crew. I gotta be there seven days a week because that's what my hours say. So people don't look at that. Time away from family. 
Um, sometimes you don't even got time to eat. I might be big, but I barely eat. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of pros and but, but like those are the cons really. But those cons help you push to your your pros. What I mean by that is the rewards. You reap the rewards. You know, I was a chef, a high paying job, this and that, blah blah blah. But being a barber, going through all that BS and all that hard work, whatever. It's pushing me towards my goals, being financially stable. You know, you know, I'm, I'm, my wife and kids got a roof over their head, not going through evictions no more. You know, not struggling. So those are the rewards I'm reaping. Now, is I'm, am I going to stop there? No, but those are pretty much the pros and cons. Like, and and the reason I mentioned those things and not barbering per se is because Macho already touched on that. Everything he said, completely true. Not one thing was false. You know. Um, like I said, you need the right people, you know, like, yeah, that's about it. Like, you know, and like, if, if, if you really, and, and them talking about people who just get out of school, where I live, right around the corner from my house, a kid, he was talented. It don't matter how nice you are though. That doesn't mean you can run a business, you know? And that's the problem. People get out of these schools, you know, I'm nice with the face, this and that, blah, blah, blah. I'm, I look at all my trophies from all these events. Then they, they close down their shop. Why? They're not on time. They don't clean their shop. You know, they're not professional. They're taking smoke breaks every five minutes. Like these are just certain things. Like if you like you you gotta let reality hit you in the face before you open up your own so shop. Basically, service is not on point. Yeah, like there's so much to customer service. You know, you know like. It's, this it's, is what this industry is really is. We, we're a customer service industry. We're servicing clients every day. We're like we're like, every day. We're like Oprah, but barbers. Yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. So. You get a haircut and you get a haircut. Not for free though. We ain't that Oprah rich. Yeah. <laughs> nah. So as um, we were talking here before we went, we went on the live here um, with, with our people's here, and uh, we were talking, and you were talking that you're you're planning to expand. So now that you're planning to expand into a, a four man barbershop, uh, what are you looking towards? Do you prefer proof rent or do you prefer uh, percentage? You got to start on percentage. My boy Fitz is in high school, licensed barber in high school. He had percentage. I can't. I, it'll be unfair for me. And not only that. I got him at thirty percent. Why? I I don't you know. I want him to grow. You know, I want him to grow. And um, so thirty percent him or thirty percent you? No, I I only keep thirty percent. Okay, cool. You know, and yeah, that's, so, so he keeps seventy. He keeps seventy. Just yeah. clear that. And his and that's tips. Something big right there. That's awesome. Yeah. And the reason is because this is my thing. I have a vision, and like like Macho was talking about, you gotta have a vision. Yeah. Um, we talk about multiple chairs in five years. I have a goal to. Have, I want multiple shops. Not too many, but you know, I kind of um, we're big on the number, but I know it's not realistic. I talked to Fitz about it. I said ten shops. That was just me talking, but like, let's say a realistic number. I want five shops within five to seven years. You know, so with the same franchise name or yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if not, you know what? Sharp Image Barbershop LLC. Um, but the reason I say that is because like where I'm at, there's a lot of tech schools. Um, I turned down a lot of barbers to work my shop. There's multiple reasons, um, not licensed, or not even that. Have no, they, they have no passion to even get their license. They're like, yo, I could cut this and that. I hate that, man. Like, bro, I get your license. You I have no idea how the doors open for you. Go, you don't, you want to cut without a license? 
Go for it. But until you get fined, cracked down, this and that, I'm just letting you know. So they're going to snitch on you for being nice. It happened to me. It happened to me when I was a garage barber, basement barber. Basement barbers. Basement barbers. You know? But, um... Like, my, my thing is, I want to reach out to these tech schools and just grab these kids. Because, like, you were touching on earlier. Like, these schools really don't have a great foundation to excite these kids. Whether you're going to a cosmetology school as an adult or whether you're going to a tech school as a teenager. Every time I go to these schools, they're excited for what they're doing. But when I when I open up about the barbering and how I can expand even a stylist career yeah. and make them even, you know, more, you know, uh, versatile with what they do. They get excited. I see the tears in their eyes. It happened to my boy Fitz. He was the most discouraged person I met until he um, um, shadowed me. And, you know, we just went for his graduation, to be he honest. Awesome. That's good. Yeah. Well, I want to give him the credit see, because what, he reached out to me. Does. For many of us, barbering saves our lives because uh, we all of all us barbers, we have a story behind us. Yeah. Uh, we all led a different lifestyle before getting into this. Oh, yeah. You know? So each of us have a, a different story. As for me, like I said, Barbara did save my life because the lifestyle I was leading, uh, I, I shouldn't even be here today, to tell you the truth. But but I'm here, and God gave me these hands and put those clippers in my hands for me to progress and do something with my life. Um, and I'm glad I'm glad that I'm here and actually know how to cut hair, you know? <laughs> uh, so as far as that, uh, uh, one question is for you guys that I'm very curious about. Um, and in Puerto Rico, they show us the history of barbering. And it started in Egypt. As far as you guys don't know this answer, don't know the answer to the question, barbering started with Egyptians. Um, do they teach the, the, the course of history here in the schools? Yes. Yes. That's yes. chapter that's one. The, that's the first chapter. First chapter. 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 Yes. Actually, there's, it's beyond Egypt. Yeah, they're, they're, well, well, like the, the proof is in Egypt. I know that, but yeah. like, I know they also teach about even during like what's that? What they call it, like the Ice Age or whatever. Even that, yeah, yeah there was signs of barbering. But yeah, they teach it. But honestly, you know, I feel like it's a and, quick chapter. It's quick, yeah, you know. It's really twelve pages. Probably uh, they quick, and then when you take the test, it's like. Maybe six, one question or six. No, or you, when you take the chapter one test. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You have to do the test like, chapter by chapter. It's so little and quick. Like, I learned it in I learned it in a couple of days. Okay. And then it stuck with me, like, right away. Like, I remember, I'm trying to think of all the names now from that chapter. And it's not hitting me. But if I look at it right now. Yeah, I'm just saying. It will come right back. And I'll tell you, <laughs> when BC who had the first colored hair. Uh, you know, who brought the, you know, I, I would remember yeah. all that right when I you said it. You guys remember it, who, who, uh, what was the first barber school in the United States? Al B. Mueller, Mueller, A.B. Mueller, something? Chicago. No, it was in Minnesota. Oh, Chicago. Chicago, and then it was, uh, it was a lady, right? It was, it was license lady. in Minnesota. License in Minnesota, 
who have been in the business for quite some time as a barber, but now they're trying to move on and grow themselves. And uh, what, what are some tips you have for them? Like, you know, let them know the pros and cons, what are they looking forward to? I don't, I'm not gonna say pros and cons because there's good and bad at everything. Just know you gotta take in the ugly with the good. Like, the more you want, the more you're gonna have on your plate. The more you gotta carry on your back. You know, just know that. You want you want a four um uh, a four chair shop. There's there's a lot of responsibility behind it. You have to claim for people too. Yeah. As a shop owner, you have to pay taxes. You don't get paid taxes back. You have to pay taxes at the end of the year. Yes, sir. And you have to pay on every station you have. You have to show what you collected from each barber, mm -hmm. what they paid out to you. Then you have to like your mirror. Oh, sorry, your mirrors. Your everything you have in the shop, God, what you get, you get taxed on everything, everything, man. Everything. You got two barber poles, you get taxed on both two of them. barber poles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, and it's, it's fact. You get two TVs, two, you gotta pay taxes on two. TVs. And don't try to lie, like, like, especially be honest. Because you, you can lie, they get mad. Oh, if man. you get caught. And then they'd be like, oh, you didn't say you have four candy machines and that's property tax. Property tax, yep. Yeah. Then you got to pay people to shovel the driveway. So, or, so you know, think, think about that. There's a lot of barbers. There's a lot of barbers. They've been in the game for 20, 30 years. They still want to pay booth rent or, or, or commission or salary because they just, and there's nothing wrong with that. You just got, they just don't want to deal with that extra responsibility because mm -hmm. maybe they just have too much going on. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's just overwhelming. There's not a lot of people, even me being a chef, I used to kick people out the kitchen. I used to see people run and squirm out the kitchen, you know, and I'm over here laughing. There's not a lot of people that can handle certain jobs in certain industries. And a shop owner is different from barber. Barber, way less responsibility, you know, shop owner, way more responsibility. You know, um, you're accounted for multiple bodies in your shop. When, when you're just a barber, or you, you cut hair, have great customer service, or there's nothing wrong with that. Just know, do your research on what you're getting yourself into. Because I can't speak on everything because every city, state, whatever is different. Where I'm at, property taxes are different than Hartford. You know, so I, 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 you know, things are different. Maybe it's more lenient where I'm at, you know, but... You just similar. They're similar. It's, like, like, it's all CT, man. CT. Yeah. Uncle no, Sam. You know. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I know, yeah. but that's what I mean. Like, you know, like, so, so I know a lot of people, like, this is the thing. Social media is great, right? But you guys, are, when, when you look at social media and you see all the flashiness and all that, you don't see what goes behind that. And that's the problem. So do your research. If you want this big, beautiful 10 chair shop, you can do it. I believe in you. Just know you better put in the work. Yes. That's all I got to say. You got to put in the work and the research, you know, the footwork, all that to get that done That's and to problem. keep it moving. Now, once you open up your shop, now guess what? You got to worry about keeping it open. That's right. One thing about being a business owner too, lead as an example too to your employees that you have working with you, your team. Because if you come in early every day, your team is gonna come in early. Yep. You come in late, Show by so that's what they're gonna understand. They're gonna understand, oh, oh, he don't care. I come in at 10 o'clock, I come in at 11 o'clock, come in at whatever time. That's how shops fail, you know? So always as a business owner, lead by example. Also, um, for people that are coming up, find yourself, find yourself whether you wanna be just a barber and, and just do the barber thing, 
or if you're really sure about getting into business and then you you follow the steps and learn from others around you who have been already in that that are in that position ask them questions learn from them that way you're always alert to what's going to what's going to go on and uh, what you're going to be looking forward to uh, when you when you get into the business Chef, thank you so much for being here, brother. Thank you. Um, I appreciate it. Guys, don't thank miss out on this interview. Chef, the barber, chef. Yes. Don't chef, miss out on this interview. One more thing. Are yeah. we going to see you at the CT Barber Expo? Hold on. Watch. Get up. Oh, you know. I'm going to be there. I might battle. I might battle. That's the fun of it. I think we all yeah. battle. I want, I, I want, honestly, I want to say something about that, too. It's battling and all that is fun. It's cool. But stop really competing against each other, especially on social media. We're all supposed to be brothers and sisters and stuff like that. Like, stop competing. Like, at the end of the day, that's one thing I'm going to tell you. You want to be an upcoming barber. And I'm not talking about an IG barber. I mean a barber where in your community or anything like that. You know, your competition should be the person in the mirror. You got to be a better version of yourself every day. And you, if you if you want to get better, there's a model that I told my, my buddy Fitz, my little bro. When you do a haircut... Next time you do that haircut, make it better. Next time you do that haircut, make always find flaws every, in yourself. Every next haircut should be better than the last. Than the last. Always find flaws. Be your biggest uh, critic. You know, like take pictures of your work and then go back and look at what can make better. Like these are things I can tell you that help me a lot. You know, and um, yeah, that's it. Yeah. And we. Remember, <laughs> we got the ceramic blades. And they work. They work. I got them. I got remember. My barbershop is Sharp Image Barbershop LLC in Spray, Connecticut. Um, Sprague or Sprague. I, I've heard it both three ways. Um, 36 Main Street, Sweet 6. I'm the only shop there, so. Let me know your Instagram, too. Chef.the.barber. And follow my shop page and Facebook is Sharp Image Barbershop. Um, and on um, uh, Instagram, Sharp Image Barber uh, Shop underscore CT. And you guys are going to uh, Connecticut Barber Expo. You're also going to see him there as well. So oh, yeah. don't be shy mm -hmm. to, to all of us. All of us will be there. He's so going to see you. Don't be shy. CT Barber Expo. We're going to be there. Well, I don't know. If you want to join, you're you're game. Game. Oh, I'll definitely join. There's, a, there's actually another booth. Yo, well, I do want to give a shout out. Cakes too. MVP yes. Cakes. Yo, I don't know about this type of shit right here. Oh, MVP Cakes. Go at MVP Cakes on Instagram. Make your order. Place your orders right now for the Christmas, man. Yeah. They even got Coquitos. Coquito, all of that, man. Yeah. I just want to give a quick shout out to Sebastian, owner of Papi Chula Sao Palme. Uh, he's going to have a booth also at uh, CT Barber Expo. He's a cool dude. Palme's made here in Connecticut. None of that big organic cor food, corporate stuff is mostly organic. But yeah, just, you know, just want to give them a shout out because it's a small up and coming company, and I think all local barbers should try the product. And it's been ringing bells now, man. I, I told him about it. Thanks, bro. Yeah, that that's the reason I why I started selling the the um the Papi Chulo style um, pomades, and um I, I love it. I love it. Even me, I, I use it sometimes. Guys, uh, also, don't forget to tune into the Human Fur Network. Um, there are two interviews right now up there. We got Kino's interview up there, so you want to go check that out. We got Chef the Barber's interview as well. So you want to go check that out. We got Phil's interview coming soon as well. Um, right now, we're working on Caroline Cuts. It's a lot of work, so just be patient. Um, soon, we're going to do Macho as well. 
So we're we're gonna do a lot of things. It's just be patient with us because this is this takes a lot of work between the podcast, between human fur, and uh, everything that we got going on. It's just a lot. At the same time, we all work as barbers, so there's there's little time for a lot of time, and then we also have to. Um, they have families as well too, you know. So they got to tend to their family. So we just gotta look for the right time. So just be patient for everything. Everything is coming soon. So right now there's two interviews through the Human Fur Network. You can go check that out on humanfurpro.com. We also like to thank our sponsors, Human Fur and Dream Team Cuts. Um, yeah, Dream Team yeah, Cuts is Abby somewhere. Abdi, wherever you at? Abdi's on right now. He's he's here. Abdi, Abdi's going crazy. He's uh he's working on something very special for, for Human Fur. So. Uh, most is not. He's in Pennsylvania. He said his reception's not that great. Okay. All right. So we can't. He's we been can't. on and off. He's been on and off. All yeah, right. Abby's on right now. Looking at yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. Abby's looking at us. But um, I, I got Abby going crazy at times because I'll be texting him. I'm like, oh, we got this going on, this and that. And it, it gets crazy, you know, at times. And people don't see the hard work that it takes and the time for us to get things accomplished. Um. Also, we're going to be at Connecticut Barber Expo. So you want to look at Southside Barbershop booth and we'll be there live podcasting. So you're more than welcome to, to for you guys to come through. Anybody. Show some anybody, love. Anybody. We're going to put you on the spot so just be ready. Yes. We're going to get hit with questions. You're going to hit with questions. You know, any sorts of questions. So we want to get to know you and uh, definitely get to know your work and, and you as a barber and your experience in the industry. Also, we might be coming through too with a booth MVP. Oh, another thing I want to mention right now, right now, this group of people that are right here, this is showing you guys the union that the barber industry sh should have. We have three barbershops right now in this building. We have Southside Barbershop, MVP Performance, and Sharp Image Barbershop. Three, and spot. Barbershops. three barbershops, all different barbers from oh, different okay. towns in Connecticut. This is union. Just and there's no heat. That's dope. That's like 100%. I'm gonna turn the That's love right there. Exactly. I'm gonna turn the hate. That's it. I already dealt with that. If you hate me, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I want to bake you some cookies. I bake you a cake, yo. Come on for dinner. The next segment, uh, Phil, we Phil wanted to talk about men and women in the barbershop. <laughs> so, how do we feel about when women come in through the barbershop? Just let's just get everybody's input here. I just this what all right, so this one was brought up just real quick. No, you, you should sit on top of the couch or something, bro. Yeah, no, 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 listen. Please, yes, yes, yes. Come on. Come on. Everybody, squish it right here. Come on, we can squish it. Come on. Like we have sleepovers with our cousins. Come on, come on. Dino, sit on this lap, baby. Come on. Come over here. Yo, so quick, real quick, out. real quick. Shout out to my brother, Jojo, because without him, the barbershop couldn't be possible either. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to my brother, Jojo. Where? So, all right. So we're thinking about um, topics to talk about. And I wanted to bring up a topic. I wanted to have, like, a female in here, too. I wanted to see what she says on, like, male clients that, like, hit on her or they'll mm -hmm. take their kid to the shop. 
Get I got, a, I got a get drum for you I'm yeah? on, on, the, on the next podcast. So I was gonna, hey, Bika, I was gonna ask Bika to do a shout out to Bika the Barber. But oh, next next uh, podcast, I think it's December 10th. It will be our last podcast for the year because after that, you know, the holidays, Christmas, Eve, holidays. So we're gonna be, it's, it's just we're gonna be at Ariel Vegas, right? Adrian Vegas. Adrian Vegas. We're gonna be at his spot doing a podcast from over there. So we got the date for you guys on that. But uh, yeah, back to this. Uh, so the question was like, I wanted to know how women feel when guys come in, like say they bring their kids, get their kids a haircut, they get a haircut, and then after like they hit them on the text or trying to kick it to them or in their DMs. I wanted to know from the fellas if this happens to y'all, we're like mothers, mothers, single mothers, or whatever kind of lady brings her kid in. I know I'm married. It's, it's happened to me before. Yeah, I'm married. Yeah, you know, so it happens to me all the time, but this is what I wanted to speak about. Does it happen to every barber or is it just... So, real quick. Like, what, I, I what happens? Tell you a quick story, very short story, real quick to the point. So, I, I was, uh, when I first came from Puerto Rico... What's up, Nesto? We learned how to do women's hair. So, I came over here to New York. When I, got, when I got to New York, I started working in a barbershop in the Bronx. So, the guy had like a unisex salon type thing, and he would do both women and men. So I told him, listen, I, uh, you know, I know how to do both. Um, so I would have women clients as well and stuff like that. So I have one lady do this for, for real. This, this. So I never thought this would happen to me in my life. So I'm doing her hair and I'm finishing her hair, which I'm blow drying her hair with a round, big, the big round brush and all that. So I'm blow drying her hair, giving her hair some style. So as I'm going around her, she takes her hand from under the cape and she grabs my private part. I have my wife, uh, my my baby mother at the time, and my baby mother's actually coming in through the door and seeing this. Oh my God. Get out of here. So that's the one time, she thought that one time that it happened. That one time that happened, baby baby mother was coming through the door and I'm just like, oh man, like this is not good. And all hell went loose there, man. Like, wifey picked up my blow dryer. Cracked it in the head with it, bro, and I was like, "Oh man, this is bad." <laughs> really? Yeah, that man, in the that shop. Really, that really happened in the shop, man. Hey, chef, what's your story? I really don't have one, man. You never uh, had the, one? The, the only people that used to flirt with me are like the at the school. I'm just, you know, um, no, nah, like in the shop I work at. Honestly, glad to say that. They, but not just this shop, like. Anytime, every time throughout, the throughout career. your career, even yeah. before your lady now, before your baby, before you, has this ever happened to you where you're cutting hair next thing you know, like you have some boobies in your DM and it's from the mother or something? And like, oh, not oh, because when oh, I was in Jersey, we ain't had no social media, so <laughs> you know, if you're gonna see boobies, it's right away. Wow, you ain't gonna see it on the DM. I didn't even know that was my AOL, the, the dial up and all that. Oh, shit, yeah, so, I remember that, you know. Hey, I'm happy. I've been married. I've been married for 12 years, so I'm happy I've been respected. That's all I'm gonna say. Good, good. Me too. That's good. Cause my wife crazy. Nah, I mean, I think it happens to all barbers. Maybe not, you know, go directly into your DM or nothing like that. But some, someone. I'm just saying, like, not to everybody. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes, you know, females know how they try to get away with things like. You know, uh, oh, the haircut cheaper, or they think yeah. that you're gonna, yeah. um, they think that you're gonna hook them up, hook them up you know, yeah. with free cuts and stuff they, like yeah. that. Nah, that's why, wait? yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's why, wow. that's why you gotta keep it professional because you know, regardless of what, either you're gonna lose that customer, 
Yeah, or, or start something. Or start something that might yeah. hurt your, yeah, your business. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, and your family. Line. And, yeah, and, line, and, yeah. your, and your image also. And your yeah. image also because, remember, word of mouth is the worst thing that could happen to people. It, exactly. it, 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 it could be a good thing. It could be a good thing. Once it goes from word of mouth, it'll, by the time it gets to the last person, bad, that story's going to change, change so much. Yeah. So many times. Gonna be that room. I don't want to so go to Chef. You're That's what I'm saying. And then, you know, that shit just keeps spreading. and So basically, it has to be where where you have a female client and... She she would mistake your your friendliness for flirtiness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Oh, kindness. Of people do that. Yeah. Oh, kindness. You know, yeah, sometimes yeah. you're kind, you're respectful, right. and and it's custom. And there's some yeah. girls, and there's some yeah. girls, yeah. There's some girls yeah. that think yeah. they think that that you like them or something like that. Like some I'm on, reason. I'm on the reverse end of that. So there's like there's a lot of females I truly respect in the industry. And I'll be commenting on their stuff like yo, that's amazing. Yeah. That's because I'm 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 happy. Wow. Yeah, amazing. Oh, amazing right. damn work. Yeah. You know, I don't know where it's either flirting, this, that, or I don't want to mess with. I'm like, yo, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, yo, we, I, I admire your work. I you get know? nervous too. Like, you take a compliment in your work when you're a lady barber. We're not trying to flirt with you. I'm really good. Yeah, yeah, just complimenting your work. Then your work, your face, and Because there are some great lady barbers. There is. Yeah, no, even the stylist or whatever industry part of. Sometimes I'm commenting and I'll get some crazy stuff back. Like, oh. even even cosmetologists and all that, we all part of the same umbrella. Yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And females keep doing your thing. Barber females keep doing your thing. Just work hard at your craft. You know what we I'm saying? And keep it professional also. Females keep it professional also because you don't want dudes disrespecting you or feeling some type of way. So you know, you present yourself. Don't hit on your client. That's a good yeah. topic. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't hit on your client. Because, not even just hit. No, no because some females, some females come to the barber shop. You know, with some female barbers yeah. come. You know, prerogative, whatever. Yeah, and prerogative. then what do you expect? They're looking to get drafted. You know what I'm saying? No, but that's what I'm saying though. But you know what I mean? You you putting it out there. You know what I'm saying? So when you put it out there. And there's a thirsty dude out there. He gonna try to reel it in. You yeah, know? Exactly. He gonna try to reel it in. So you know, keep it professional. You as professional as you can. Not saying that you can't look sexy. Not saying you can't yeah. look good. You can look not sexy saying you, like a conservative. Not man. saying you like can't that. dress well. Cause all barbers should dress well. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's what that's I, part of what we I, do too. You know, it's a way to wear well, well, man. Uh, I'm a sweatpants guy, man. Um, but Nike, I wear Nike, Nike sweatpants. Ain't nothing wrong with that, though. Ain't nothing wrong with that. But I'm saying, even even when we when we go out, you know what I'm saying? You're gonna get dressed. You know what I'm saying? Like messed up socks, you're trying to let Yeah, and I know it's a little holy, little holy pants. You go on Instagram and on Instagram. There's some lady barbers. There's this uh, page. Uh, I think it's just dedicated to the to the female barbers. But there's is it actually, just barber underscore barber underscore. I think that's what it that's is. What it is. Yeah, and all they're posting is female barbers with boobs. Like posing with clips. Just, just yeah, just posing with clips. I'm not hating. I'm just saying. My question to you girls is: Are you gonna be a barber or are you trying to be a model? Yeah. So which one is it? You know, because guys that. There, there are perverts out there. There are all types of different guys. So you're going to have this coming to your shop. You know, when you have a guy sit down there, he's going to hit on you. He's going to do, he's going to say something just retarded. And you turn him down. You don't and want then, him yeah, exactly. And then <clears throat> you're not going to get that great tip, but you're taking the professionalism out of the crowd. Yep. You know, and it's because of what you're, and then. You're getting thirty thousand likes. Who cares if you're getting thirty thousand likes? Are oh, you a dope barber? 
Are you, are you, yeah. Do you do great phase? Is, is your craft good? good? Is your craft is your craft good? Is your shield work good? Is um the the haircut that I'm asking for? Am I gonna be satisfied with it? Am I gonna get a? Am I gonna come out of that chair with a smile when I get up from that chair and I look at myself in the mirror? You know that's what you wanna portray out there. You don't wanna portray a miniskirt where I can see your booty or something. And then you expect me Because now I'm not looking at her haircut, I'm looking at I'm looking at her. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah. hey, listen, ain't nothing wrong with modeling. If you like modeling, okay. That's but you can create a different page for that. You know exactly. what I'm saying? Barbering is one thing. Like I said, there ain't nothing wrong with looking good. We supposed to look good while we cut hair, feel good. But you know, keep it professional because then men tend to, you know, think otherwise. Same, it goes for females or whatever, and then that's when all the problems, you know, occur. Yeah. You know what I mean? So keep it professional, man. Keep it professional at all costs. Exactly, exactly. Any other topics you want to touch, Phil? You know? Yeah, everybody just wants the likes. They do it for the grass. Do it for the Bro, there's people with 10,000 likes and not even $100 in their bank account. Just remember that. That's right. Just remember, that's fine. Yeah, man. That's fine. I remember when I was broke as hell and I'm over here doing whatever it takes for my picture to get likes. And then, like, now. It's crazy. Sometimes I get I get some DMs about um, other barber pages talking about, hey, do you want some followers? No, I want some clients. Yeah, bring uh, some money. Yeah, what what, what, what a follower is gonna do? Promote your work. Promote your work. Promote your work. Don't gotta worry. What's about on every female's bio? Your work. What's on the every female's bio now? D uh, DM me for inquiries or inquiries. Link in my bio. Link in my yeah. Or stop sending me links for hairs and stuff like that. Yo, I don't need hair weaves and all that. I don't need that. Listen to 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 the salons. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you know, but barbers. We don't use weeds, man. We don't I don't even do the man unit. I don't even, yeah. yeah. Listen, man. I want to start the man unit. Bro. I would start, I'm That's just saying. saying. I'm not hating. I'm not hating. But you're not using the weed, bro. Yeah, but I'm not like. Oh, the cartoon pages are the biggest one now. Yo, I could do a cartoon for you, blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hey, yeah, yeah yo, my G. I already had the cartoon, yo. Yeah. Yeah. My G. Yeah. 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 I'm with those guys. Exactly. You could, you could just literally go to the That's app store, crazy. get an app, make your own cartoon or whatever. Matter of fact, you can make your own logo now. You can make your own page. You can make your own website. You can make everything online just yep, with the phone. That's true. The phone is, is power. We know how you do it. We know. Yeah, we know. And it is. You got to PayPal me first. Now that we're here. Hundred dollars. Oh yeah, pages. I'm not paying for a repost. That's wrong. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. That's wrong. You know who you are. <laughs> what, what barbers do you follow right now that you would like to put on a spot? Fifteen dollars like, for repos? See, no, fifteen dollars. You just see uh, like a, a, a style of work that you just like. Okay, he got so many followers, but yes, his work is just not on point. Like you see, certain, which barber you like to put on the spot right now? I don't know. That man. you follow, or you just seen on on, on social media. That you might see. Some is this the segment where we're gonna you know like what? look up yeah. a certain haircut? And I got, I yep. got one, one thing though. Um, I was and I and I follow him. I admire him a lot. It's um Rob the original. Okay. He does real good with art, but I would like to see more like favorite of, of fade, haircuts. Um, um, blowouts, okay. more haircuts. Yeah, yeah I think he's real. I think he's real talented, but um, yeah, let's see more haircuts. 
You know what? I, I think I know he's an artist. I know he's an artist. I know he's an artist. I think that's because of his brand. I know he's an artist, but you know what I mean, like. It's cool. And I know not everybody's gonna be able to do a portrait on somebody's hat. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's like a barbering thing. Um, certain barbers out there, like I feel like they're great at what they do with designs and stuff like that, and that's what they continue to do. And that's great. But I've seen some barbers that they're great at that, but then when it comes to like haircuts, they fall they fall out a little. They fall short. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's just like okay, you're great at designs, but you forgot about. All the other stuff that goes with the main important part of yeah, exactly. I got a good example of that too, and it's for myself. Um, y'all know German from Waterbury, German to Barbara, Edmund. I heard, yeah, I heard. Um, um, I'm I'm, this happened to me. He was he was a teacher at Ace of Phase at one point, and I remember I was like, Yo, 